0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Course Correction here on Between Us Girls with me, your host, Michelle. Um, You guys, I have not been in a great mood today and listening to this episode really gave me the turnaround I needed because it reminded me of why I was brought here, okay? Um, This episode is going to be the first episode where you hear me talk about numerology And of course it was by sudden chance, um, synchronicity or what have you. And so I'm kind of excited about it, but I'm also a little bit nervous because I know you guys are not used to that from me. And so this is going to be something new. So you might hear me talk about that regularly numbers. I am studying numerology and I am getting into my spiritual bag and finding out what my gifts are and what tools I should be using. So that's kind of why I am on that. And actually, as I look around my office, I see one, one, one at least five times. And that is the number that we talk about later on in the episode. So if you want to hear what me and Jen Ecoba talk about, she is my guest this week. She is actually one of my creative clients as well. But she's an author And so I wanted her to share kind of her creative process and, you know, just a little bit about her stories and um, how she writes them. So if you're interested in listening to me and Jen talk about life, love, and numerology, keep listening. What is your zodiac sign so that I can properly stereotype you? And as a, a Taurus, how has some of your stubbornness or steadfastness assisted you as a writer? Like
1: Okay, so I would say as a, a Taurus or, or the the stubbornness and the steadfastness steadfastness, um, it has a positive and a negative effect on my writing. And I'll start with negative, and then I'll end with the positive side of it. So I would say with the the stubbornness of that I that has kind of affected me in my writing has been just. Um, des- you know accepting criticism. For me that's that's the hardest part and, and I, I think it's not so much just due to me being a Taurus. I think that you know for any writer, you know our words that's our baby. And so, you know when we get any type of, you know criticism or, you know a bad review, it you know we don't want to hear it even though there might be some validation to it. Um I would say that's kind of like the negative part. Um I I mean, I don't think steadfastness is too much, you know, a negative aspect, but going to the positive side, the stubbornness and steadfastness kind of go hand in hand where you refuse to give up. If you're working on a project or you have writer's block, um, which I get that a lot of the times, um, we fight to try to get through that. It's like, oh, my God, I, you know, my characters are no longer speaking to me. The voices stop, you know. Talking not in a bad way, but you know how am I going to finish this chapter? And so you you're kind of looking at okay what how can I get rid of writer's block? And you know for me my methods are I look at either read comic books or I watch cartoons. You know something that kind of get those you know creative juices uh, my imagination to just kickstart, and you know that helps me through that that part of it, um, and I can get back into writing and my you know. My voices start coming back and, you know, everything's all good.
0: So I want to hear more about these voices, because I think that's really cool that, that you um, are saying that. Well, and, and the reason why I said that is because so many people don't acknowledge that they're getting the messages or the images or the ideas from from the voice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So how did you rec- recognize that? and realize that it was a tool for you? Um,
1: I it, It's been that way since I was a kid. Um, I've, I'm, I'm, I come from a family of uh, five. So I have, you know, three other sisters and a brother. But I was the quiet one. And I was quiet because and it sounds weird, but my imagination is just going like, I can sit there and I can create this whole, you know, story. And I'm I'm cool. And it kind of translated to, hey, I want to, you know, play out this story I had in my head. And, you know, at that time, my dad, um, he's the one that kind of recognized, OK, she might have something going on here. And so he, you know, kind of wrote out what the story was that I had in my head until I got to the point where you know, I could write on my own. And it's just been that way since then. And it's like, I can be sitting somewhere in a, you know, a meeting or, you know, when I was in class and I just, you know, kind of going to that blank space and I just, you know, the story is going on it's like, wow, this is a pretty cool world. Let me put this down on paper. And so, I mean, and I don't say, I haven't said it a lot, but it's like Like as I got older and you know, meeting other writers and other creatives and we have these discussions, and I say, Yeah, you know, my friends are not talking to me. And they're like, Yeah, I understand what you're talking about. It's like it's like a a whole different person that you're able to interact with and you're telling their story. And it's just it's it's hard to really put into words, but um it's it's a really cool experience. And you know, if you're a writer, you, you understand what I'm talking about.
0: You know, Jen, I think that's an intuitive gift. Because everyone is, not, everyone is not in touch with that. Like, even some writers. Like, you can tell in reading your work that it's not coming from a flat plane. You understand what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Like, in reading some people's work, you just kind of... Uh, it's... I don't want to say... What is the word I'm looking for? There's no feeling.
1: No feeling. It's one dimensional.
0: Right. You can't. There's no way for you to connect with it. You can't Mm -hmm. jump into it. Mm -hmm. For somebody like you, when you're writing, you're in the story. Like you're there. You know what I mean? You've done that work to really just kind of give us enough roots. You, it's rooted in something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And don't discount that. You know what I mean? Like that's so important because everyone is not doing that. Everyone is not hearing what to write. Yeah. And,
1: and I I think that, um, us as, as writers, especially, you know, those of us that want to move into, um, maybe, you know, training other writers, that's a piece that, um, is not really, you know, spoken about. I've taken, you know, different courses and, um, trainings and it's always about like the, the technicalities of writing which mm-hmm. is great you know you need that but you know it's the like you said the roots the the foundation of it because when you you create a character this is in, in my mind like this is an actual person and mm-hmm. you know some characters are based on you know people that you know you met in passing or you known you know for some time and you take different elements but for me you know this is an actual person because the story that I'm telling, it could touch whoever that reader is and they need to know that, okay, this is someone I can relate to and whatever message that I'm, I'm uh, trying to put out there through my writing, I hope that it will prick them and, you know, uh, have some type of, of, of impact in their life. And so I, I think it's really important that, you know, we kind of touch on that piece when we talk about writing because we're, you know setting up a plot that's great but you need to be cognizant or you need to be mindful of your characters like you know these are living breathing people you know that you need to to give them some dimension
0: Mm -hmm. right because when we're reading the story we want to get into it that's why we got the book you know what I mean oh this sounds good I want to read it you didn't get it so that you could be like Jane has blonde hair I don't give a fuck Right. You know, I want to know, like, <laughs> know what moves her, what grew her, what made this person, you know, what they are. And, mm-hmm. you know, that only comes from good writing. And I wanted to say to your point where you haven't really had people talk about that experience, it's because it's not happening to everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone is not writing from that that real, true heart that you're using whenever you write. So don't discount yourself, girl. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So also, I want to note that it's really cool that your dad was so supportive of you and would write out your story for you. He, yeah,
1: he was, but not always. So uh, my dad, he's no longer, you know, living, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, he, he's from Nigeria, was from Nigeria originally. And so his dream for me and for all of his kids is that we've become doctors Mm -hmm. and I kind of, I was the one fighting against that. But, um, I mean, I've just been a creative person. And, and it's kind of like, in, you know, there, there's that Taurus stubbornness. And he's a Taurus. He was a tourist as well. Oh! No. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so, with and, you know, being him, it's always, you know, trying to make a compromise. Because mm. I'm like, well, why do I have to do this? And he was like, you do it because I said to do it. And I'm like, no, it's not going to work. And so the compromise was, is that me pursuing, um, uh, pre which I, I really ended up not doing, but the, the compromise is that he'll let me be creative and express myself. And I think it's more so because I was the quiet one mm-hmm. and this is, he, he understood, okay, this is her outlet. So let me encourage that so she can continue to have that confidence to To you know, talk to people and not just be so um, isolated.
0: But I was going to ask you to talk about your books, to talk about the series, and to just kind of go from the start to how you kind of got to where you are right now. Even at the point of what made you want to write. Ooh, gosh. Um,
1: hmm. So um, my book series is called the My Funny valentine series um it was actually based on um a play i was writing um back in high school and um it kind of just it it transformed into from uh you know a play to kind of like you know short stories to me deciding uh to write a book uh, by the time i was in um graduate school And so, kind of going to the uh, premise of the book. So, the book series, um, its central characters are uh, Dr. Kenya Jones. She's a a young psychologist. And then Lawrence Washington, who is this uh, very successful lawyer who is also, like, the worst douchebag you would ever meet on a date. You know, he's like the guy with all the red flags. but. And kind of the the story surrounds um, both of these characters uh, experiencing love, experiencing um, growth, uh, learning how to to deal with uh, past traumas that they've experienced um, either, you know, during their childhood that has affected them as an adult or uh, trauma during a, a relationship that they've had and how that has shaped their their uh view of uh of people and um i start i started out with the self-publishing piece um in 2012 and um didn't go as planned i'll just say that Hmm. Uh, i started uh publishing the the book in 2012 um like i said didn't go as planned and um, now we're, you know, 2019, and I made the decision to um, re-release it as, you know, as a, a second edition um, to kind of get back into the love of not just this, this, this story that has so many important themes that I didn't realize were so important back when I first published it, but just to get back into the love of writing period. And uh, so with this particular book series, um, it, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still uh, finishing out the, the two, the last two books in the series. So the first book is available now on Amazon. Um, the second book will be available um, sometime in September. I'm not giving a date <laughs> yet because <laughs> we're still, I'm still polishing up, you know, I like it to be nice and pretty, you know, for, for everyone. And then, you know, still working on the on the final two books, um, and you know, in a nutshell, that that's really the series.
0: So, do you do you think that whenever you first started writing, <clears throat> maybe you just wrote, um, you know, like what you felt or whatever, but maybe you didn't even understand the um, the weight of the, the messages in there.
1: Well, most definitely. When I was um, doing the final um, proofreading for the first book, I'm like, I didn't realize I was this woke back in <laughs> high school. I'm like, what was I talking about? Um, because you know, I experienced certain, you know, you know, I experienced love at the high school level. You know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like love; it was like puppy love. But I was writing about themes, you know, like toxic masculinity. When I was in high school, I'm like, how did I? How was I this? aware of what was you know going on around me and Mm -hmm. um even you know feminism I mean and and I didn't you know think of myself as a feminist back then it's like now you know everything has changed now that I'm you know I've grown up I'm grown now Mm -hmm. but um then it's like I was really just telling a story and um just over the years and you know how the story developed from a play to you know a little short story that I was writing you know for in high school, and then you know publishing it and you know once I got to uh, the age of thirty, I realized that I had and you know well I'll say go let me go back so you know thirty but now twenty eighteen when I first started the rewrites I realized that I gave myself a responsibility that. I'm touching on subjects that we don't talk about in the Black community. Yeah. And, you know, think subjects such as um, mental illness, suicide, mm-hmm. domestic violence, and like I mentioned, toxic masculinity, we don't talk about those subjects. It's kind of like, you hear about it now, those are, these are buzzwords now, but it was, it's not, we don't discuss it in depth. And, you know, it's, it's starting to happen now because we're having, you know, we, we're gaining so many black um, mental um, health professionals. Um, but I, I think that just, you know, within our homes and, you know, those of us that, you know, have kids, you know, coming up or, or us that have, you know, nieces, nephews, whatever, it's the time that we need to discuss this because we need to break those curses. And a lot of us, and I would say myself included, we felt trapped by it. And so, you know, looking at my books now and, you know, finishing up, you know, these new editions, it's, it's it just blows my mind that, you know, I started out just trying to, you know, tell a story, but the impact of it, I didn't realize that that was the impact that I was going for, the impact that I would have um, or hope to have on other
0: people. <clears throat> you know, I think in hearing you talk about this, I think that's why it's important to listen to those inner voices because you didn't know about any of the stuff that you were writing about, right? Not really. No, but I didn't it's know. still important information that needs to be out here. So that's why I think it's so important to like really kind of get in tune with that intuition, the the voice that comes to you while you're writing or for people who don't write the voice that comes to you whenever you're driving down the street, like it's important to be listening to that because it's already, it's telling you everything that you need to know or what you need to do or what your next steps are. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really feel like you might be a lot more magical than you, than you realize. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. And, you know, I,
1: you know, I'm, I'm a very solid, solitary person, but I've what I, I've learned on this new journey that I'm on. Um, and I like what you said, you know, about, you know, listening to those voices, um, because there are times where I'll ignore it mm-hmm. and sometimes ignore it to my own, you know, detriment. And yeah. um Now that I'm, I'm listening to it, there has been a shift in my life and, um, sometimes it's it's uncomfortable, but you know, with the discomfort, you're actually, you're getting, um, you know, sustainable growth. And for me, that's important, you
0: know, the growth, you can't, you can't have the growth without the discomfort, you know? And I think that's what we miss so much is because we want to do all these amazing things. Oh, I'm about to be this person, or I want to be this person. You cannot be that person in the seat that you're in. You know what I mean? You're going to have to change some. Right. Right.
1: And, you know, that's something that I, you know, I have to, that I had to learn. I'm still learning, um, is to, you know, embrace the discomfort. Like it's, it's temporary. And that's something that, you know, always have to, you know, remind myself it's temporary. Um, I, I mean I don't really think I'm this magical person uh, I don't know but I the I mean, that to other
0: to say you must know it I mean I've never had anyone tell me that they write a book and hear voices that tells them what to write like. <laughs> I'm sorry you know,
1: <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> you know it no. sounds like it sounds like uh, <laughs> the plot of the shining you know I, I don't know but it but I it's just, it's, it's, that's the best way I can explain it. And, um, I mean, I hope it doesn't go away. And, you know, I, I I look at it as, you know, okay, God gave me this talent. So let me go ahead and write and and get this stuff out. Because I will tell you, if you try to hide your talents, your life is going to be hell. I'll, I'll, I'll just, just say that because I did that. I did it for two years, and my life was just, like, all over the place, and everything kept saying, you need to write. I kept meeting people that kept pushing me to do it, and then that good old, you know, tourist stubbornness was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. But, um, see. Yeah. But those voices were still there, and so it's like, you know what? Voices and other people, I'm going to do it. It needs to, it needs to come out because it's important. You know, like you said, you know, people, you're in your car driving and those voices pop up um, or, you know, something telling you it's telling you for for your betterment or the betterment of someone else. And I think, you know, you know, you know, spiritually, that's how we function with each other. We're not just here just to, you know, wake up, brush your teeth, go to work, you know, complain about work, come home. (laughs) And then, you know, do it all over again. We're here, you know, we have a, a higher purpose to impact one another mm. in one way or another.
0: I definitely, definitely agree with that. And that's what's been coming up for me actually is sharing. I need to be sharing my message and my gifts with others. And while I do do that, I think that there's more work for me. And I'm not quite sure what that is. I'm trying to listen to myself so that I can tell myself and be knowing what I'm supposed to be doing so that I can hear my voices. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been uh, using meditation to kind of align myself. Do you have some methods that you use uh, to keep yourself centered?
1: Um, I do. I I uh started practicing meditation. Um it's been maybe eighteen months ago I started okay. doing that. Um I get my little um spa radio on, on Pandora and I just take you know 30 minutes for myself. Um usually I do it after work. because mm-hmm. um, that's when I need it the most. Yeah. Um, uh, you need
0: the uh, <laughs> most Oh my goodness.
1: And, you know, I, I just have to get back to myself or, you know, I literally take a day for myself. Yeah. So, you know, even just it's like, you know, a Saturday or a Sunday and I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just being with myself. And so I can um, just real, like realign my energy, do that. Yeah. And of course, music, music, you know, that I, I use that all the time. That is, that, that's my therapy. You know, I have my little playlist depending on the mood. Whether it's going to be eighty British pop or some Beyonce, Janet Jackson mix that I put together, depending on you know how I feel. It just takes like everything that you know those outside you know energies, whether negative energies or just too too much energy. Period. Um, it it lets me escape. Um, <laughs> and I can refocus on when I'm, I have my chance to escape. I'm back. And, you know, I'm able to, to interact and attack, you know, the day, like normal Jen can do. Like a champ.
0: Like, yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm really working on being my best self. And I'm trying to go back to like, self-care because that's that's another thing that keeps coming up for me Mm -hmm. I say it like that because I ask the universe for answers and whenever I start seeing things repeatedly I'm like okay synchronicity that's what I asked for so it continues to be care for yourself be in your femininity and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so I combed my hair today that, look,
1: yes. that's like, that's like <laughs> a great start. I didn't do that. So <laughs> I literally put on a hat and I'm in a hat now. So <laughs> and it's going to be that way for the rest of the day. So, yeah. but you're that, that's, a, that's a good start for, yeah. for, for you
0: for self-care period. Right. So just that. And I think like everything you said about how you recenter yourself, the things that you do is definitely just self-care to me. But I wanted to go back to what you said about um, serving others. Well, you didn't say it like that, but that's what you said. <laughs> so I think that's so important. I think we miss that, you know, in in this experience. Is that whatever you do, because people want to always want to be rich, right? Right, right. Well, you can't be rich if you're not going to serve others. Cause who's gonna
1: pay you, right? And you know it's weird. You you say that because I had this conversation yesterday. Um, Synchronously. Yep. With with the friend we were talking about that he's an actor, and you know he's you know on the same little journey, just rediscovering himself and just you know understanding what he's really passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, you know, um, you know, remember. You know, and the Bible, talks about the parable of the talents. And, you know, one's given five, another three, another one. And the person that had the one talent um, buried it because he didn't want anybody to take it. But yeah. the ones that had, you know, the five and the three, they, uh, the five and three, um, don't, uh, it's not a direct quote. So I'm I'm interpreting what I just, from, from. Girl, that. just preach. Just preach. Yeah. Don't worry about so, it. Uh, You know, the ones that had the five and the three, they helped other people. And their talents doubled. Yeah. The one that hit, that buried it, it was taken away from them because of selfishness. And we were, you know, discussing, you know, these talents that, you know, we're blessed with. And, you know, we get into a mindset of, you know, people, you know, we've had negative experiences, you know, both of us on, on, you know, in our different uh, journeys, him acting, me and writing. And sometimes, you know, those negative experiences make you decide, well, "I'm not sharing this with anybody anymore," because your your mindset has totally changed. Yeah. But Once you get to a level where, or you know, you decide, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm the best, you know, singer. I'm the best, you know, whomever. I'm the best podcaster, whatever." Mm. But you're not. I'm, I am the
0: know. best podcaster. Just kidding. Keep going. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh you're my one of my favorites so i'll i'll say that thank um, you thank <laughs> um but you're not using that the talent of you know your charisma or your your uh talent of influencing you know other people um to help someone else mm. you know you'll you'll lose it And sometimes you, you won't lose it like right away. And and people think, you know, that's probably what that means. It's like, no, you'll probably lose it over time or lose it in a way that you never thought of it being, you know, considered a loss. And, you know, you know, those of us, you know, are, you know, especially those of those uh, that are very creative, um, there's purpose for our content. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we, you know help people to relax. We have people to, you know, you know, unwind, make them laugh, you know, make them think, you know, start conversations and, you know, it's, we shouldn't hide it. So even if you think that, all my talent is not the best or, you know, I'm not going to be on a level of, of so-and-so you still have something to, to contribute. You know, God has given you this particular unique talent. You need to share it because you never know who it's impacting. And then you'll over time, and it might not be right away, but over time you'll see those additional blessings, additional growth that you've, you know, probably been wanting because you decided I'm not gonna hide, you know, my God given, my, you know, this this talent that the universe has blessed me with. I'm not hiding it anymore.
0: Yes. So your gifts. Are gifts, are presents, that's for you to create with. I mean, like when you think about what you come here to do, you come here to create, you come here to grow. You're coming here to grow and be creative in the solutions that you come up with to get to your next level. So whenever something bad happens, if you're looking at it like, oh no, this is terrible. And now I'm gonna quit. Well, you, that's a misuse of your growth tool. That's your tool that you're supposed to take and say, okay, well, what do I want from this? Or how did this make me feel? And how do I prefer to feel? So, and to your point about um, not using your gifts, this is kind of how I see it. I feel like if I stop sharing or if I stop talking to people about being their best self or whatever it is. I mean, at this point, I'm like, I want to talk about so many different things, (laughs) but if I stop sharing, because that's what keeps coming up for me too, is I, I hate that I keep saying it like that, but that's just how it's coming to me. Sometimes my words are like, I I just feel like, did I say that? Why would I say that like that? But I'm just, I'm going to stop letting, I'm going to stop trying to control the universe and just let it, let, let it work. Let it, let it work. So I feel like if you don't use your gifts, your creativity will not flow. Mm-hmm. So if you're using, if you say, I know I'm good at this, but I'm, I don't want to give it to everyone. I'm going to give it to some people. Your flow won't flow because you're not using it the way it was designed to be used. That's kind of the way I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. So yes, I like this conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, I, someone, someone that it comes to mind is Blizzo. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, I adore her. And you know, the, the thing about her, she has never given up. She's been doing music for a long time, and now you know, you're seeing her like she's blowing up. But look, but look how she's using her gifts, she's using her gifts to spread them. She's just being herself, first of all, but she's spreading a message, and you see a message that people that over you know, years that people are like not really paying attention to, or they're uh, there, those that are out there, especially a body consciousness, if they don't really want to talk about it, but they kind of limit themselves in talking with it. Right. Yeah, she like, like you don't like me or, you know, I don't care. And so, but it's not, you're not to be like cocky or, or to be, you know, dismissive of anybody, but she's she's like, I am who I am and you should be who you are. And people Mm -hmm. are receptive to that and you see it, you know, when, you know, she's doing her performance and people are just going crazy. I mean, you, you see how infectious her, her gift is. And that's the way I I look at it um, for anybody, you know, who is, you know, kind of struggling, you know, trying to decide or, you know, they're kind of getting tired of, you know, the rejection or they're just that, that plaguing doubt which sometimes the doubt is ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. not other people. But if you decide, you know, to be courageous and I'm going to, I'm going to push through, I'm going to do this. Some people are going to catch on. Some people are not, but the ones that catch on, those are the ones that I was supposed to impact. And then that is going to trickle down. It's going to be a trickle down effect. Those same people are going to, you know, say, well, I need to listen to, you know, this podcast this i need to read this book i need to listen to this uh music artist i need to do this that or the other and then you'll see again it goes back to you know how your gifts how they'll grow as long don't hide them anymore
0: you know just be
1: yourself unapologetically just 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 do it
0: you know jen that's kind of first of all let me say i'm glad that you and i became friends (laughs) and that that um, we-, we did our date in ladies night because had we not done that we wouldn't be um you know working together on business projects and mm-hmm. planning the most amazing writers workshop houston's gonna see yes and we wouldn't be doing this and i and what you're saying is pretty much what i've been saying is like you you have to be authentic mm-hmm. you have to because the people that are supposed to hear your message, will you know, as long as you continue to be authentic and do the work and share your work, the people who you're supposed to reach, you'll reach them.
1: Yeah, definitely. And that's a lesson I had to learn on my own writing journey. It went from um, not being afraid to use my last name because, you know, I'm like, who's gonna want to read something by, you know, Jen E. Koba? So it was like Jen E. But it's like, I didn't, you know, feel like myself. And so, you know, along that journey, it's like, you know what, I'm going to embrace who I am. I'm going to embrace being, you know, a nerd. I'm a straight up nerd. Um, and, you know, do that. And I felt better doing that. And, you know, the times that I decide to, you know, kind of pull myself back and say, well, no, that, that doesn't seem
0: marketable enough. That's when the trouble started yes when you're trying to kind of ride a trendy wave or you want to be like everybody else like exactly whoever you're going to be you know like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing on youtube but i'll get on there you know (laughs) like but my thing is i don't want to be just like the next person No. yes do i want to to have success of course but i have success every week because i release an episode exactly oh it's 111 hey girl that I'm number so has been wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, you need to find out what it means. Let me let me tell you. <laughs> let me let me get it for you. Okay. I okay. I was seeing it too a couple weeks ago, but my number that I always see over and over again is five four five zero four five one four, and so I'm always and which is weird because that's my birthday, but oh. I always see that number, and I also see repeating numbers, but it just kind of always means to me that you're right, you got it, you're okay. Where would you keep walking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's hard in spirituality and in life to keep going because oh you always feel like I'm by myself. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. not, there are people with you. Like yesterday, one of our vendors for healthy vibes called me and she started reading me, which I knew that she was, she had that capability and she was able and she was, you know, a mm-hmm. reader. But I wasn't prepared for her to do that because we didn't even really get to introduce on the phone. She just started. But wow. the things that she said to me are the the answers that I needed because that's like she was just telling me that I need to be, you know, in my femininity. That's what I've been working on and that my son and I uh, were having some trouble. We have been beefing out and just that I was in my purpose, that I need to be able to share I don't need to be scared to talk about spirituality or the numbers or what I know or what comes to me Mm because I'm going to lose a lot of people because I'm going to be acting like a weird psychic girl. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and people are not ready for that from me because that's not how they were introduced to me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I can't be scared. I got to share. And that's like five, one, four. I went to go look at the numbers and and see what the vibrations were. Mm -hmm. And I really kind of got out of it. I need to publicize. I need to continue to share. I need to start talking more about what I'm knowing as opposed to just being like, hey, I'm a cute girl. Talk a little bit. Like, what am I talking about? You know what I mean? What am I I sharing? What is my real mission? So let's just see what 111 is bringing to you.
1: I'm scared. Don't be
0: scared. (laughs) Don't be scared. It's nothing scary (sighs) at all. It actually is a very comforting because it's just kind of like, like I said, sort of a like a blanket, like a security blanket that you're not by yourself and that the people that you think are not listening to you, they hear you every day. They see you every day. You're not alone. The number one, one, one is a sign that the gate of opportunity is open. Your thoughts are are manifesting at record speed. That's pretty good. Wow. So basically I think to me, this one always means. You need to be working in your sharing, you know what I mean? Like you need to yeah. be sharing your message. You need to be taking the opportunities that are going to come to you and just make sure you jump on them because I mean, you don't want to miss giving your message to somebody who who needs it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Huh. Okay.
1: So I'm going to, uh, take that. I'm going to meditate on that and, um, just hope I don't sabotage myself. Cause then that's where that stubbornness would come back in. It's like, mm, I don't know, this might seem suspicious, but I don't, I don't know. But well, that's
0: the thing. <laughs> it's like, when we say, <laughs> and this is what my, I've always had so many problems with this, but when, whenever, like, if you're saying I want to do X, and then the universe is like, okay, here's your opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then you go, Oh, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't or maybe you have a lesson that you're supposed to learn and you ignore it several times. Mm-hmm. You can get a weapon, you know. Yeah.
1: Oh, I've That's gotten, I've Thank gotten you, get, Yeah, I've gotten plenty. So I don't want any more. You hear that universe? I don't want any more weapons. <laughs> <I'm laughs> I don't want them anymore. I'm 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 starting to listen. And you know, i, I but honestly I have been seeing that number <laughs> since June yeah it's time and it's it's, time. it's I mean and it's random I'll you know be at work on conference calls and it'll be 11, 11. or mm-hmm. I'll wake up at night 11, 11. I'm like yeah or,
0: I was like what is going on talking to you they're telling you they want you to pay attention that's what I'm saying when I said when I tell you that there's something special in you is because people don't people who notice the numbers and the, the communication from spirits because I can't talk to you like with words. Mm-hmm. So they, they want us to notice the numbers. So like when you see those numbers, that's synchronicity. You have to figure out what they're trying to tell you. So to me, like go to Google because Google, there's a lot of people who are numerology experts and like there's various um ruminations of is that the word? I feel like that's not the word. There's there's various um <laughs> I feel like that's not the word. But there's various um sites where they talk about you know the number and they give their ideas on it or whatever however it makes them feel just like i did just mm-hmm. but i mean it's really kind of up to you to come up with the interpretation and the only way you can do that is by being still in your meditation so good girl okay <laughs> i need to actually do some research into that well okay yeah. <laughs> i'm i'm super <laughs> obsessed with the numbers because i see them all the time and at first it scared me and it made me feel like i was a weird person but Then I was was like, I know I'm not the only one, so it's not weird, and it must mean something. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I went to go look, and and I kind of found that 504 was like, you're moving in the right direction, keep going. But then whenever I got derailed, I started seeing 54, which was like, be careful of your thoughts, because everything is manifesting for you rapidly. So- when I see it now I'm like I need to change my thought process real quick because if I find myself kind of being negative and going I will Mm -hmm. see it and I'm like I heard you I know and I I will change my my mindset because I'm studying law of attraction Mm -hmm. and I'm finding of course that it works but there's so much truth in that your thoughts become your reality because if I go into my office and every day and I'm like, I hate it here. It's gonna be a miserable day. Well, it's gonna right. be a miserable day, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I say, I'm gonna have a great, a great day and I'm gonna do this and and these things are gonna happen, then that's what happens. So when I see the number, I'm like, okay, I need to remember that I need to let go of that negativity
1: mm-hmm.
0: and try to remember to stand in this positive place, which is not easy. I mean, it's easier to be negative. Yes, it is. And,
1: you know, and I I say this all the time, being positive, it's not like I can just turn on a switch. Like I have to work at that. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you know, to your point, it's so easy to be negative, but to, you know, and, you know, I like what you said, you know, about your, your, your thoughts. Um, you do manifest things through your thoughts. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you really have to be mindful, mindful, I hate using that word, mindful, (laughs) Uh, you know, (laughs) but you, you have to, um, just be aware, you know, when you're aware of, of, you know, of, you know, of your, of what your, your thoughts are and how you're interacting with people. Because like you said, if you're just thinking, Oh, I don't want to be here. I'm gonna have a bad day. You will have a bad day because you already have this perception of your space. And so your interactions will always be negative because you have this negative mindset. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I hear you.
0: Yeah. And I think another thing, too, is that whenever we start seeing numbers or we start feeling highly aware, even of our thoughts, we need to be open to people that are coming into our lives also. Because just like with the, with the vendor that called, I don't want to put her name out there yet because I'm not sure. She was actually a little bit hesitant to talk about her gifts and her talents um, and start to really promote herself as who she is as opposed to what she said she was mm-hmm. before she maybe knew. But even in her calling me, when I'm asking last week for help, I didn't say where I wanted to come from or how it would come to me. I just had to be open to it. So I was seeing five and that's what was saying, share, share, publicize, tell people, tell people, Mm -hmm. tell people, make sure that you're walking in your purpose and you're sharing You're sharing, And then she called and she was like, you need to be walking in your purpose and sharing. And I was like, that's so I got the answer because I saw the number, but a lot of people don't pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. So they don't see the conversations that are really being had like your guides speaking to you and saying hey be careful or everything is good or you know I just think if everyone was more aware we would all be a little bit more happy true true now we Mm didn't got all weird but (laughs) (laughs) I mean
1: but you know that's just Honestly, that's how the universe works. You never really know, you know, how a conversation would go because again, it goes, we're talking about this now, you know, <laughs> we're, we're having these conversations and that random number, you know, you happen to look at it. I was like, what? And then I saw, it's like, Oh, this, something's crazy. But I didn't think that this would be, you know, my, my, you know, chance of being educated, but, um, that was, that was the purpose and that was your purpose.
0: So right, I appreciate that. <laughs> I think that's what she meant whenever she said to me that because I've been apprehensive about talking, just talking about it because mm-hmm. it is different and it's new for me and and people who know me are going to be like, when did she turn into a witch or whatever. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's going to be something for people to discover, mm-hmm. and they're gonna. And I'm going to, it's going to open me up to censure, but I have to be able to say, I'm not even tripping on that. Right. Right. So do you want to tell everybody where they can find your book?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can find my book on amazon.com. And it's available on Kindle. And it's also now available in a paperback form. Finally. Yay. and you can always, you know, I'm not really. I'm trying to get back on Instagram and and you know do my funny stuff on there. Um, you can, you know, follow me on Instagram at Jenny Coba, E K E O B A. People it,
0: definitely it's
1: not spelled the way that it is. It sounds no, it doesn't. And you know, I always have to tell people that you know the second E is silent because when they see it, I'm. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it there.
0: Well, I've been saying it oh. all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, oh, you, oh.
1: <laughs> you're not the only one. People I've known for years <laughs> will still <laughs> pronounce it incorrect. It's like, really, dude? Uh, fine, you know. But that's my chance to correct you. That's there. You okay.
0: Go. Okay, cool. Anything else? No,
1: nope. this has been a great conversation. I didn't expect to get a numerology session, but yeah. I appreciate it.
0: Um uh, be... I didn't expect to do
1: it, but... <laughs> <laughs> see? I'm helping you walk in your purpose, see? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> you know, I learned
0: um, the other day after talking to my mom, my mom used to do numerology. Hmm. And, well, she was really interested in it, but my dad actually used to do readings on astrology, and they would do, like, charts together. And no <laughs> one told me so I thought I was fucking weird for no reason. See? Blame <laughs> it on the parents. See how they just keep things from us? Wow. See? Well, you I just that wish
1: I know that it was not
0: that I, that it was not wrong for me to, to feel in touch with nature or you know, different things like that. And I think they didn't tell me just because they had so much ties to the church and mm-hmm. growing up both you know in Christianity my dad was Catholic I think they just he he eventually was like I feel like I'm going to hell or something so, he quit. <laughs> so they never talked about it
1: okay but you got a double dose of it though so you know
0: oh wow yeah yeah definitely <laughs> I mean I'm okay with it I, I just I, w- I wish I would have known earlier all right so that was this week's episode uh come back next week i will have chris ward jr what is this the breakthrough mentor yes indeed all right so see you guys next week bye